The opinions and views expressed on this podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests and not necessarily those of Midwest Family Springfield, its management, or its advertisers. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate. The unloved and the unnatural. Let us fight for a new world, a decent world. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! This is the noblest motive. We're back. The boys, they're back in town again. (laughs) That's the noblest motive. Yes, we took a little bit of a break, but uh, it is 2024 now. Can you believe this? We took the noblest break. We had motive. We (laughs) had. It's 2024. Welcome to the new year. Yes. New year, but same fellas. Same fellas. Same deal. We hope that all of your holiday seasons were holly, jolly, full of love, full of family, fun. Friends. Yeah, baby. I love the alliteration there. We are two different people when it comes to technology. Different strokes, different folks. Now, I binge TV. I waste time. I turn my brain to mush, as my dad would say. And you are a a mid-30s man, um, and you don't have TV. Why? Well, I think you highlighted some of the points. What did Lawrence say? It does not turn your brain to mush. That's a scientific fact. Okay, so don't lie to me like, you know, there's a clean plate club or any of that other crap that they used to say to me. The, no, tooth, I, the tooth fairy. Right? Like, that's that's who took our teeth, Paul. Is it literally just because you're afraid you're going to spend too much time there? Yeah. Um, and it's always really, you know, if we cut to the quote. When I was a child, to be honest, I kind of had this epiphany. Uh, and when you were a kid? Yeah, you can ask my mom. She, I walked up to her one morning and I was like, can you take the television and my gaming systems out of the room that I used to watch? Do you remember what she said to you? Yeah, she's like, why? Because <laughs> like, you have to be one of the only kids in the history of children to be like, take my toy away from me, mommy. She's like, why? <laughs> I go, Cause, and I remember saying this, and again... I'm old now, but I could imagine being, you know, my mom was a little older than I am right now. I could imagine her staring at me and in her head being like, yes, the hell's going on here? Oh, see, (laughs) I thought she would be elated. Well, I mean, probably, but at the other hand, like, why? Right. And the answer was, the answer that I said was, I feel like it takes up too much of my time. I feel like it, it was and is in many instances, a sort of empty fulfillment. Yeah. It's a fulfillment that doesn't leave you with anything tangible. Although I know, and then I will shut up, I know that you and and my great friend Chris, who who our listeners have heard on the noblest motive talking about education, yeah. I know both of you probably would disagree with that last statement. And you might argue that there's little difference between watching a good television program and reading a goodish novel or book. I think they're the exact same thing uh, decades apart. But I do agree with you. I do agree that it's empty fulfillment. I think books are empty fulfillment. Uh, you're, you're stoking your imagination, essentially, is what it is. But I think real fulfillment comes from being around people and connecting with other human beings 
and learning from one another. I think that's what really gives us fulfillment, doing what you are passionate about. So to that point, perhaps reading a novel is in many ways like watching a program. Yeah. Right. Because they are both, as you noted, meant to stoke one's imagination. And as you also noted, they come decades apart. right? Right. But through that logic, we might be able to argue, right, that in instances like book clubs, watching a program with others. Yeah. Right. That could end up being, in your definition, greater fulfillment Absolutely. But then that comes with an extra step, which is communicating. Right. And, you know, you can't just turn something off and then and then forget about it. You know, you you, and that's what's empty about it. I think it's like stimulation for a second, then nothingness. Okay, You know what I mean? But when you watch when you watch it with people and then you can come together and talk about it and kind of analyze it, there's definitely real fulfillment that I think comes out of that. So I think that the best television movies programs mm-hmm. okay they provide individuals with what i would consider fulfillment i consider fulfill a fulfillment in in the context that we're talking about right mm-hmm. a not empty happiness right not an empty application of of function i think that to learn mm-hmm. is makes an activity not empty right so for example a novel that we read that touches us in the in the mind that mm-hmm. that makes us think that makes us question how we interpret something or how we react to something that's fulfilling and and a television program that does that would in my opinion also be not empty right but that's just the content i think because you have the Twilight series, Twilight series, movies and books. They're both. I thought you they, were going Twilight Zone. <laughs> no, Twilight series, Twilight series. Uh, empty content. You know, you're not learning anything. It's strictly entertainment and then it's gone. So I guess, that, I mean, that's fulfillment, but it's not doing anything for your long, for your mental health longevity, I guess. It's not it like because say say you do that for eight hours straight. And you're you're watching you're reading a book for six hours or you're watching a couple of movies in a trilogy for six hours. After that, you can feel pretty crappy about yourself. <laughs> like I just spent this much time doing that. Right. But this is a matter of perception as much as anything else. Right. Because if I watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Right. A, tri- a series that we both love. Not right. Movie series. Director's cut. Only director's cut. You can't watch it otherwise. Okay. I agree. Okay. So if you watch that yeah. and you just interpreted what you were watching right. as this very vapid, fantastical story, like why doesn't they just why don't they just call the Eagles, fly them over Mount Mordor the first time, they drop right. the ring and it's over, right? Yeah. Cause then we wouldn't have a trilogy. Okay, but anyway, that's not the point. The point is, is that if we took that as all very vapid, empty, meaningless nonsense, right? You're right. We might end watching the trilogy. We might end up getting through the books and being like, what was I doing for the last, you know, hours, days, etc." right? But if we come away saying, wow, look at 
the relationship between Frodo and Samwise, right? Look at that. That's how people should be friends. That's how people should treat one another. True, yeah. Well, then maybe we've learned something. And in that instance, maybe it is a fulfilling endeavor. There was a great, and I'm going to sound completely as though you lied about me earlier, right? There was a wonderful, I guess you call it a movie, on Netflix? Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're called anymore. Well, okay, and real quick to, to preface this. You have an iPad. You watch soccer games. You, you view things at your house. I view things. You don't have a television. Having a TV, TVs make you want to use them. They, yeah. they just hang on the wall and they're just begging to be turned on. Yeah. And if you have one sitting there, in my opinion, you're more likely to turn it on. I, the iPad that I use, I have to... I do minor steps, right? It's not like I'm like building the thing. I... Open it up, I turn it on, I go to the app, I watch it. But I can also just put it away right. and it's over. There is a there was a movie on Netflix called The Platform. The movie The Platform, I heard about. People said it was really good. It's a foreign film. I believe it's in Portuguese, if not Spanish. Nice. And it is such a good movie. Mm-hmm. It is basically um, in some type of present or future time period, relatively recent, you know, close to us, I should say, people choose to go to what they call the platform for all these different reasons. And you start in a room and there's a hole in the middle of the floor. And oh, you know, I love this movie. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. Right. And and each day you get food and it comes down on a platform. Yeah. And depending on where you are in this massive tall structure is how much food you get. You want to be number one. You want to be number one because number one gets all the food first, right? And untouched, untouched. Fresh. But what you end up learning, because it's such a brilliant story, the writing was wonderful. I know for me, writing is a huge part of this as well. Yeah. A I, Japanese movie, I think. It might, it might be, right? But it, it was done in Spanish or Portuguese. And what was so gr- A Portuguese movie, I think. Love you. (laughs) What you end up learning, and I'll spoil this because I don't really think it spoils watching the thing, is that in the beginning, everyone gets asked what their favorite thing to eat is. And everyone says what their favorite thing to eat is. And if every single person in the platform structure ate exactly what they asked for, then everyone would have food. From the top to the bottom of the platform. Yeah. But everyone who starts up at the top eats as much as they can. For a reason, though, because they don't know where they're going to wake up. Because they don't know where they're going to wake up, and no one has the civic responsibility to only eat the thing that they asked for. So you bring up a good point. First of all, foreign movies uh, in a court or foreign movies compared to American movies, you can learn something from them. There are character studies. They're very, very good. Pumped with information. Hold on, hold with- on, hold on, hold on, Rocky, Rocky. Where did you go to school to know all of this? <laughs> <laughs> I went to Columbia College, Chicago for film. Context alert. Yeah. 
I, I, yeah, it's totally different. Um, you, you even look at something like Amelie, which is literally just a series of beautiful shots put together. But you do learn so much about um, how to correctly interact with people, you know, not judging a book by its cover. There's like major, major messages that you're walking away from that. And then you see Marvel and it's like, you know, um, explosion. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, and that's it. And there is nothing really important there. I want some dialogue right. with my explosions, guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know what? It's interesting uh, because you are almost arguing that you should be getting a television. <laughs> the way that I hear you talk, I mean, there's so many amazing things that you could watch on your TV that you could learn from. Parents in the uh, 1910s versus parents in 2023, 1910. Get your head out of those bucks! Parents in 2023, <laughs> I love you, child. <laughs> Don't watch TV anymore. Get your head out of the tablet. We need less screen time. It's the exact same thing. You need a TV. <laughs> You, you should get a, a book. <laughs> I have a book. You know what I did yesterday? Because I do both. I read and I watch. I went to Look at the Y guy. Block and I took David Sedaris's uh, a series of essays and I sat there and I read there for an hour. And it was amazing. And I was out in the middle of uh, nature. And then you know what I went home to do? Watch, watch Christmas TV. Vacation. There we go. Yeah. There two go. totally different things that um, I, I got more fulfillment from being outside with my dogs reading. But I was also outside in nature and all of the lights weren't off. Now, the question, Rocky, is if you brought the television out to the Y block. I also on my phone. Dogs. I also on my phone watch some Seinfeld. Would you? Yes, I did. Find that enjoyment. <laughs> I did. I did. I, I watched some Seinfeld at the park. So really, I should have been asking my mom if we could move the television into the backyard. <laughs> you should have been asking her if she could if you can move the television into your room and never leave, so you can keep learning and stimulating your mind. Read a book in your bedroom. Keep the television out somewhere where you can escape it. It's a uh, it's a dastardly tool, and like all tools, we can build or we can deconstruct with them. From this conversation, really, what I am taking is whether you have a TV or not, whether you're a reader or not, you got to moderate the time that you are putting into anything. Reading and taking in information is very much like the life of a battery. We, we, we put out charge. And then we have to sit back and we have to receive more yeah. energy, right? So we read something and then we should let it resonate within us. Yeah. And then we should proceed uh, accordingly, you know, as to how we have interpreted what we've just taken in. Yeah. And so this overstimulation, this overloading of ourselves, it's not conducive to uh, properly taking in information and probably, uh, properly applying that information uh, moving forward. That's interesting. Um, I was, I saw this he thing on Facebook. On TV. <laughs> no, it was on my Facebook feed. And it was this uh, sociologist talking about how we take so much more information in than we're meant to now that it's all just like fogging everything up. We do not do a great job collectively or even within uh, interdisciplinary work uh, of looking at information and life 
in a synthetic way as opposed to an analytical way. An analytic way of appraising things is often to hyperfixate on I study the Renaissance painters and be- that's it between the 15th century and the 16th mid 16th century and that's it. But how do we know the impact that those individuals have without the bigger picture with also without also knowing the larger picture, right? And so I think our writing and organization system to the point that you just made certainly allows for us to take in more information yeah. than individuals who who don't have a writing system by which to record and organize information. When you have to remember everything uh, yourself, it takes a lot more. But even with that being said, we need to, as both you and I just touched upon, we need to connect all of the information better. We yeah. need to learn how to connect all of these, as you noted, disparate facts that we have Mm -hmm. and how do we reconcile all of these things right right and that takes some time it takes education it takes thinking it takes thinking for thinking's sake well maybe i should get rid of my tv then i was just saying a second ago you should get a tv but if we're talking about getting information from so many different places i can watch seinfeld on my phone i can read a book it's amazing that you say that rocky because you look at you say phone i can do all of these things on my phone yeah in 1997 a phone oh i know in 1997 a phone made phone calls right that's why it was called a phone right in 2023 the thing you're holding in your hand is not a phone no it is a computer that allows for phone calls right We have to reconsider how we think about things. An Apple Watch is a wrist-held computer that tells time. Yeah. One minor thing uh, that it does. Right. It would be like looking at your phone and being like, oh, it's a calculator because it has the calculator app on it. Right. It is not a calculator. This is a highly advanced piece of technology that can do any. It can translate other people's words into ones that you can understand. I know. Okay. And it makes the TV sound pretty primitive. Well, to get a little economic here for a second, that's why televisions are continue to decrease in price. Because televisions, even when you add in the little microchip, they only become smart televisions, right? right. But computers and phones are getting more expensive. And but they can do any of these things. Right. They can watch TV, they can make phone calls, you can FaceTime people, you can do calculators, all the apps that you have on your computer, you can use for your phone, right? Well, so how about this uh, question before we wrap it up? Do you think that in in 20 years, TVs will be around? Like physical TVs? Or do you think lights, whatever they do, we'll still be able to have a display you know of actually, some kind? But I don't know if TVs will be around. What's brilliant is that I think the future of television, I think... The media, visual media is going to exist. Yeah. Will televisions as we know them exist? Doubtful. I think that screens will likely exist. You, see, you, I don't I don't even know if screens you, will exist. You'll be able to see screens of things. And so I guess you could argue that a screen really is a television. But you see all the things that people people want tech firms you know look at people posit this might be the future you could see you could see glasses mm-hmm. becoming televisions right you could see if people 
I mean, I'm not going to be one of these people, but if everyone gets little brain chips put into them. You could see that being a means of watching television in your head, right? Uh, of you, There are so many different means by which the future could allow for us to enjoy ourselves leisurely. And to be frank and honest, they could be more dangerous in the ways that I'm complaining about in terms of wasting, quote unquote, wasting time yeah. than what we have now. Well, if we incorporate things with our bodies, that's about Ugh. as easy as it gets. <clears throat> Look, I know you're like pooping on the idea, but say somebody was like, we're going to put this grain of rice into your temple. You'll know anything you want. Latin. You don't have to read. You don't have to read. You'll just know. This is a matrix. You want to download Taekwondo, baby? Download it. Oh, man. This brings us to a great human conundrum. What is the point of doing the thing? Is it to accomplish the thing or is it the journey by which we get to the accomplishment? For me, it's the journey that starts when you can accomplish it. So like, so it's, it's not the journey to being able to accomplish. It's being able to accomplish and then having that whole journey. So, so, so I want yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't want to practice Taekwondo. I want to know it. And then I want to fight <laughs> in tournaments <laughs> right off the bat. Sounds like, right. You're like, you want, you want blood sport, but without all of Jean-Claude Van Damme's character's backstory. That's a weird analogy, but yes, sure. I don't even know if I'm going to agree with that. No, I don't know what that means. All I know is that if I was given, if I was given, I I just think about the Matrix. I need to know how to fly this helicopter right now. I know how to fly this helicopter right now. Pardon me. What is the sound that a human makes when they're computing? That wasn't a human. That was the computing sound. That was not human. You heard it here first, folks. That's what we're all going to sound like when we are turned into cyborgs. No. Um. So you okay. wouldn't want this. You so, would not want this. You would. It's that's all about cheating. the learn. That's is cheating. That's cheating. Is it cheating or that's is it evolution? Because it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't able to happen before, but now we can do it. That's cheating. Is it cheating to talk to somebody in China on this computer I hold in my Rock. hand, or should you have to write a letter and wait three Rocky. weeks for Rocky. them to get it? These people who are gonna get little rice and plants in their brains to be able to like speak Latin, they're not better than me. I learned it. <laughs> they will be better than no, you because no. they're going to know they're going to know everything. They'll know how to speak Latin better than I will, but they won't have misspelled Latin words several hundred times like <laughs> right. I have. Yeah, exactly. They won't have. They won't have. They, You're right. They will experience none of the great pleasure that <laughs> none I learned. None of the failure. None of the stuff that just ruins our confidence. No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Rocky, does not... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, so continue, continue. Does not the terrible self-esteem destroying failure does not that actually create later on the wonderful joy that we experience when we finally learn how to do taekwondo doesn't get it doesn't the failure actually create later in us the passion the oh my goodness i did something that i was terrible at and now i'm great 
Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Questions look, for another time. Questions for another time. Exactly. And I think that that's a great episode uh, to follow this up potentially is if something can happen, is it mean that we should do it? Uh, because that is a big question. You know, um, talking about these chips that are implanted, you know, there are things uh, selfishly. My dad has Parkinson's that, you know, maybe if they put a chip into a muscle fiber that you could use and not tremor your arms again like that's fantastic that's amazing but, but i i do also uh appreciate the ability one day to to just download uh knowledge watch out for rocky one day he's gonna be a taekwondo master i'm gonna be like jim carrey in batman return or batman and robin whatever where he uh <laughs> do you remember that movie he just gets a from when everybody's watching tv i'm just gonna steal all of their brain power and then i'll have a giant head Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. That was the illest stuff. Gross. And Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Was, that was there amazing. a better Danny DeVito role other than Always Sunny? Because that's the that's the penultimate right. Danny DeVito role. Right. I like Michael Keaton Batman. I know that's not a popular opinion. I like Michael Keaton Batman. I also like Christian Bale Batman because... I love Christian Bale Batman. Christian Bale is just... Shout out to Christian Bale. He's a fantastic actor of our time. Yeah. Gotta have a TV to watch him though. This is the noblest motive. Find the noblest motive on your favorite podcasting platforms. For topic ideas and questions, email podcast at WMAY.com. The noblest motive is a production of Midwest Family Springfield.